0: She looked at my mom and she made a magic sign She said what you need is Love potion number nine You could see it There's no way that legal drugs could be bad, right? I mean, they're prescribed by doctors She's got
1: everything I need Pharmacy keys Welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy, and you are
0: Mitchell Manley. Hey. I'm the new co-host. I
1: know. I'm here it, again. It feels so good.
0: It does feel good. I like this. I feel. <laughs> I feel like I'm a part of something. I finally. I think I found my place in the sun. You know oh, what I mean? And,
1: but not the three bands you're yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's
0: it's it's your podcast. It's your humble <laughs> podcast that's really brought the meaning to my life. Oh, okay. so. good. <laughs> I appreciate well,
1: that. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Oh, you should have heard them fawning on little red bandwagon about you. Well, you just think,
0: send that my way. I want to hear it.
1: Yeah, Mike has a crush on you. Oh, uh, yeah. It might be the beard. It well, might be. It's
0: it's pretty fascinating. It's a it's an aphrodisiac. Just staring at this thing, you know. It's <laughs> just so lustrous.
1: Oh, and you have your hair back today. What is it like with uh, the rain?
0: It's uh, it gets very frizzy. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's that's life with long hair for me. So
1: oh, yeah. I, it's always been frizzy, even on days when it's not raining. Yeah,
0: it, it's especially frizzy when it rains, like just uncontrollable. No amount of gel or mousse or anything. Not that I use any of that, but <laughs> I'm glad nothing you, would hold it down.
1: You've just like accepted it. Yeah, exactly. That's who I am. That's that's kind of how I've done with I'm my just hair. A frizzy I'm just frizzy person. Just frizzy as a human. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, I think I could actually get down with that. I'm probably pretty frizzy. <laughs> so this week I um. I decided the theme was going to be medicine Yeah. because I think I came up with it while I was listening to Sawbones.
0: You know that I'm a huge Sawbones fan. You are? Yeah, dude, definitely. Any, I am all about all of the McElroy family of products. <laughs> They're uh, great. Yeah, My Brother, My Brother and Me is the first one I listened to, and then I just went into the wormhole. Uh, huge fan of Sawbones. So, I as think soon I as...
1: started with Sawbones, and then I went to My Brother, My that's Brother and That's interesting. I mean, that's a weird way to do it.
0: I don't know. It seems like Sawbones would be something that would definitely appeal to your sensibilities yeah. like, pretty instantly. So, uh, I, yeah, I'm as soon as so you said this this theme medicine, I was like, I'm definitely, I'm definitely <laughs> choosing the theme song from from Sawbones. But yeah,
1: uh, I, I beat you to it. Yes, you did. <laughs> and that's the final song today because I was like, ah, I, I want to pull the inspiration. Yeah, I just like, want to
0: hear Justin McElroy and Sidney McElroy, Doctor <laughs> Sidney McElroy, talking to me about. Medical history,
1: yeah, and this week was, um, I think the Secret Life of Doctors. Oh yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, it's good, it's good. Can't it wait. came out today. <laughs> but, um, of course, I'm interested in medicine too because I'm in nursing school. Right, so yeah. a lot of my life revolves around medicine. How far and into healthcare. nursing school are you? I'm in, I'm what's called an N2. It's my second semester, okay. but I'm accelerated, so I graduate in December. You're
0: accelerated, look yeah. at you, it's fancy. Just, those
1: spare degrees really <laughs> helped me out. <laughs> So, no, that's awesome. Yeah, but uh, I'm really excited. So every single time I'm like, I get really jazzed about it, but it, it's hard to talk to people about it because they like, glaze over a little bit. Yeah. like, so you really do get insulated in your nursing friend group.
0: No, that's really cool. My brother who like worked factory jobs for most of his life just went back and got his nursing degree in the last few years and like just got his nursing pin or whatever. Oh, uh, he had uh, the yeah, like, pinnings for the guys? Yeah. Ah, yeah, did was, he go to awesome. Lambeth? He went to Jackson State and okay. then somewhere else
1: yeah so we got all the like prereqs and they yeah. went, yeah that's a way to do it and jackson state's not bad as much as we used to make fun of it in high school oh, yeah for sure yeah so what song did you bring
0: i brought uh old-fashioned morphine by jolie holland
1: give me that oh. me that old-fashioned morphine give me that old fashioned morphine give me that oh. Fashion more fame. That's good enough for me. I was good enough for Isabel Eberhardt. It was good enough for Isabel Eberhardt. I was good enough for Isabel Isabel Eberhardt. That's good enough for me. The sister.
0: I believe it's a take on old-time religion. It's sort of a, a, it does a reimagining of the old-time religion thing. And, uh, you know, Karl Marx said that religion is the opiate of the masses, so uh, this is sort of a satirical take on it, uh, except about real opiates. More yes, pain.
1: definitely. It's like, hey, um, can you give me the, all those old-school drugs that were so delicious? Right. And um, I think the drawl of her voice, it mm-hmm. really— it, It kind of like puts you almost in a different place. Oh, yeah. Like some sort of like dark, sketchy bar, but like with, you know. Think Ernestine and Hazel's. This would be like the perfect place for Ernestine and Hazel's. You, you
0: would have to have a password to get into this place oh, probably. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is a speakeasy style <laughs> place that you're getting into.
1: Yes, but not like the hipster version of it where it's all clean. It does have to have a little bit of a grime on it. Right. And it's definitely, I would go for the other old-fashioned medication, which would be whiskey, bourbon, or scotch.
0: Yeah, I'll take any of that.
1: Yeah, because, you know, they used to just generally just put the opium in the whiskey right. along with some cocaine. And you're set. I mean, listen. <laughs> rolling.
0: I too want to go back to those good old days. <laughs> not unlike a lot of our conservative friends, um, oh. we, we won't go there. This is not that kind of podcast. Oh. Um, no, this this song and just Jolie Holland's music in general, like you said, with that draw, uh, it's really fun to for me to sing her music because oh, I just yeah. I really exaggerate the draw. It's a lot of fun.
1: Oh, we got the skill set too with the southern. Oh accent. yeah, for
0: sure. And, you know, it just has that old-timey feel. And so this song about old, old-fashioned old morphine, you know, just feels kind of sluggish, like if you took a bunch of morphine, you know.
1: Yeah, maybe those trumpet mutes really helped that sound out. Right. Oh and my gosh, that was so references good. References to,
0: to William Burroughs, who wrote Naked Lunch, and uh-huh. Isabel Everhart, who uh, I believe was also an author, a Swiss author. I don't know much about her. With but some
1: old-fashioned morphine as well. She
0: apparently loved her some opiates, <laughs> so...
1: Well, who didn't, really, back in the day? I mean, right. who doesn't now? Now that right. <laughs> we're dealing with our current... Ooh, boy. Ooh. I mean, it's not this type of podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I decided to... Um, I think I I went through quite a few songs, and I was just like, okay, what do I really want to use? And so I found this song called uh, Medicine by The
0: 1975. In case
1: like a romantic song about medications um to feel good it's super chill it's super super chill and i don't know exactly how um medical it really gets but i think that there is this this thing that we're like okay there's a pill that can like really kind of help this and make everything kind of good and so i was like oh yeah it's like that'd be nice yeah unfortunately (laughs) That's not how it works, but I was like, but, you know, it has this weird romantic feeling to it. Right. And it's like, oh, so cool, and I like
0: it. Yeah, this one I really dug as well. I'm definitely going to listen to more of this, uh, definitely this song and probably more of this band. Uh, This was, like, really, really thickly, densely layered, which I really liked a Mm -hmm. lot. A lot of the vocal harmonies, and even underneath the more obvious vocal harmonies, there's, like, little subtle things mixed in. Uh, the production on the song is incredible.
1: Oh um, yeah, and there's like little Easter eggs that you'll notice, like yeah, each it's time really you listen really neat. To, yeah,
0: and it's like six minutes long, but it never is like boring from the moment it starts. All the all that layering works together mm-hmm. to make really really uh, interesting six minutes. I, I was just like listening to it, just kind of in a daze, like very impressed at this man. It was very good, so I can't wait to listen to more. I of this.
1: wish I'd heard about them before. I think the song came out in 2014. On my birthday. Wow. (laughs) I was like, ooh, cool.
0: Yeah, I remember some of the parts sounded kind of like some U2, uh, Mm -hmm. but it also had like some more obscure, like dream pop stuff, like Cocktoo Twins or Slow Dive or something like that. So uh, blending a lot of really interesting influences too. So I I definitely like that.
1: This is definitely like the late night music or maybe early morning, like yoga music. Definitely. Oh, it'd be so cool. Yeah, I loved it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I I am really glad I found it. So our ear buddies also came through. Ear buddies. Ear buddies. So um our first one is from Sean. It is The White Stripes, "Girl You Have No Faith in Medicine." Wait upon the cup of this and plant it in a pill. Just the name upon the bottle which determines if it will. here's the problem you to a well-familiar name.
0: you have a problem with this one if the results are the same?
1: What's in America? I can't believe I didn't automatically think about it as much as I listened to this album.
0: Yeah, I used to listen to the White Stripes a good deal. Uh, I didn't listen to this record a whole lot because uh, when Seven Nation Army came out, I was too cool for school. I was like, no, man, I'm I'm original White Stripes. I don't know what you guys are talking about. But (laughs) going back now, man, just listening to anything Jack White does, but especially White Stripes, it's just incredible. Like... I get it. He's kind of overrated for a lot of people and and a lot of people are tired of him, but there's a reason why he came to the yeah. forefront of a lot of indie music. And it's the DIY sort of ethic that he has and his guitar tones are just so incredible. He's and his lyrics really, are amazing.
1: A really great guitar player.
0: Yeah. He's an incredible guitar player. Yeah.
1: And I, I really like that. You know, he came from up North down to the Delta area. Mm. I mean, now he's in Nashville and stuff, right. but like he really draws a lot from a lot of the old, Delta sounds. And I really kind of like that. Like he incorporates it into a much more rock thing going on.
0: Yeah, I remember reading in a Guitar World magazine interview, uh, he said something about buying used guitars because they have soul. Like, you know, he (laughs) he won't buy brand new guitars. He only buys used guitars that he thinks, you know, have some spirit
1: in them. And probably been tinkered with to mess with the sound. That That, that, that too. (laughs) Because if you think about it, a brand new guitar is going to be like, you know, they're so probably the production of them are, is so well now right yeah. that you're not going to get like the, those, grit. the grit and you're not going to have some old guitar kid like messing with it for years right. trying to make it sound okay and doing I mean it's just really cool.
0: Yeah, I really liked the uh the the wordplay of acetaminophen you see the medicine and he somehow like makes it almost a direct exact rhyme even though it's not just yeah. the way he sings it and with that force like you don't even think about it and it yeah. almost rhymes exactly it's really neat yeah so, so
1: good he's so good at this
0: so yeah I, I read that jack white he uh said in an interview something like uh it's, it's like men can take anything like a sugar pill uh and you know make their headache go away but women are more complicated you know you have to <laughs> You have to give them a real pill. And I, I, I was trying to decide if that was sexist or not. Or... or
1: I think the guys just leave. I don't necessarily think that it's like the placebo effect. I think the guys are like, well, they gave me something, so I'm probably good.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean,
1: guys are much more likely to die of a preventable disease because they just don't go to the doctor
0: yeah that's true uh, just like stay home and let her hand ride off um, <laughs> yeah
1: they're like nah, it's no, it's fine it's fine just super
0: glue it back together yeah. whatever
1: wait till it's way too late to fix something
0: <laughs> that's, sorry that's there's studies there are studies oh for sure this.
1: <laughs> now Josh hit me way back in the feels of like my emo high school days oh for sure uh, bring in Fugazi give me the cure Great choice. Another one I forgot was medical-themed because I love Fugazi so much. But also, I could shoehorn in Fugazi. Oh, yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. I think I mentioned on a previous episode, you just send in Elliot Smith and I'll find a way for it to work. I think we could probably do the same thing for Fugazi. I just love Ian McKay and all that stuff, man. Like, Fugazi and Minor Threat. Oh, yeah. it definitely speaks to me. This is no. probably one of the best Fugazi songs, in my opinion.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I, it, it took all I could to not listen to the whole rest of the album. Um, of course, you know, Fugazi's really known for being, like, this kind of, like, basis of emo culture, mm-hmm. veganism, no coffee, straight-edge stuff. Absolutely. I think Minor Threat as well, right?
0: Yeah, Minor Threat. Uh, that's, Ian, like, Ian MacKay was in Fugazi and then left to form Minor Threat, if I recall. the yeah. the, the chronology. Uh, and yeah, all about, all about being straight edge and he was pretty, pretty militant about it as well for a long time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Very militant. Yeah. I think he was vegan too.
0: Yeah, I believe so. And
1: I'm sorry. I love coffee. I don't, I think that's where they lost me on the straight edge.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I got to have my coffee and, so and you t- know, I, I, I'm, I'm, ve- I'm vegetarian. I'm not vegan uh so i've I've gone a little bit of the way to meeting him there, but <laughs> yeah i'm I'm not straight edge regardless so they they he can he can go on somewhere with all that,
1: yeah, but I mean, would this be a criticism of um the medical culture or like the constant self medication?
0: could be I was getting sort of this idea he's he talks about dying and like facing the fear of death and that sort of thing. And that's
1: like angsty teenager stuff. Yeah, too. yeah,
0: for sure. So I was thinking like, you know, he's, he's talking about finding a, a medical cure for the fear of death, which I think is kind of an interesting analogy. Yeah. And I'm sure there's some like anti-drug overtones in there as well. Oh, uh,
1: definitely. Anything, anything from Fukazi really. Right. I love waiting room too. Sorry. I'm just going to start waxing romantic. You know, on The Adam food.
0: and his package cover of waiting room is also very good. <laughs> i Just going to toss out Adam and his package reference for all the, <laughs> all the ear buddies who know who that is. <laughs>
1: That sounds so lewd. Um, Zachary brought Menomino's tumor.
0: Call me.
1: Menomina so, so Sesame Street I love it And the this is a, a fabulous spelling of tumor mm-hmm. In which I misspelled it multiple times Trying to figure <laughs> out exactly how he they spelled it But Zachary says This song cheers me up I don't think it should Yeah I think it's a romantic song
0: It's got a romantic feel to the music for sure
1: mm-hmm. Well and it's also like I believe the lyrics now. I tried to check on Genius, and then I tried to log into Genius to fix the lyrics. Yeah,
0: the lyrics are wrong online.
1: Yes, and I was like, I think that he's saying... was it? I'm a cancer and you're a tumor, yep, as well. And I was just like, oh, they're like stuck side by side, right? And then of course the pill is supposed to get rid of the shape of you, and that's generally what chemotherapy is for—is getting rid of the shape of yeah, tumors. I didn't catch that. That's good. <laughs> so I was like, wow, oddly romantic and oddly medical and clinical. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know why I was getting the sort of feel that he was talking about the zodiac cancer <laughs> and just making a, a double meaning out of it. But uh, I guess the more direct, <laughs> the more direct reference would be if you know can- cancer a real like carcinogen. Oh yeah,
1: you know. I don't know much about the zodiac. I don't even know when cancer falls. I know June, it's the end of summer. June. Okay, for sure. Summer. Okay,
0: but I don't know what the exact dates are. It usually happens around the twenty second. I don't, I don't a bunch of mumbo jumbo if yeah. you ask me. But I'm a Scorpio. Fight me, your <laughs>
1: Don't, was it at me yeah at me bro <laughs> um I I'm thinking like I'm a Scorpio and I'm just like I'm really glad I got a scary insect <laughs>
0: yeah I got I'm a Leo so I'm supposed to be a lion which I mean I got a I guess've guess, you br- and the beard, embraced you embraced
1: it and that's a, a little like the color of a lion so maybe it's not mumbo jumbo no it's not. at <laughs> me tell me what you think <laughs> so Bruce brings death medicals cardiac forest <laughs> love it <laughs> this entire channel which is the death medical channel was a med student who used metal songs for his quarterly projects it's awesome <laughs> i am generally terrible at hearing the lyrics of metal i i don't think that the lyrics are necessarily meant to be understood yeah. as more of like a textural layering within the metal song generally but this is like subtitled and i'm like oh my god it's like perfectly explaining all of this like cardiac um medical pathophysiology and I I was just like oh this is so cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah I listen to a lot of this sort of stuff uh, and even I can't decipher what they're saying most of the time but I think like you said it's not meant to be uh, necessarily a part of the listening experience other than the textures and and the sounds of it. Uh, They usually include lyric sheets and all that for you to read it and i feel like
1: do you go to metal shows and they have lyric sheets not
0: when you go to the show but when uh, but you buy it'd the be record really
1: cool if they handed you a sheet that be to awesome? a i mean idea. they do that with operas that Sounds kind of
0: wasteful maybe we send out mass text messages
1: ah but then people
0: are pulling out their phone i don't know we'll figure hmm. this out we'll work this well, out yeah
1: we gotta figure oh no like they do in opera you should have like the thing that goes across yes. the bottom. Yes, That's exactly. What they Great plan. Do. Yeah. So
0: let's let's get to our death metal buds and tell them that they need to start including. <laughs> we'll we'll try
1: funding high tones like. Yeah. Metal. Just get a little LED. <laughs> the little LED thing that goes across the bombs like here's what they're saying. Right. And then of course we need to get the cardiac, um, the cardiac force played at high tone. Yeah. It I wanna so p- I wanna
0: sense. thank Bruce for sending this in. It's my buddy Bruce. He rules. Uh, I don't know, I just, I, I appreciate words like, uh, what was it, chemoreceptors and medula, <laughs> medulla oblongata. Those are fun words to say by themselves, but saying them in a death metal voice, even better. It's
1: like, I, I say I can't even do a death metal. Medulla
0: oblongata. <laughs> I don't want to destroy a microphone, but. Yeah. Yeah, you you could totally do it, and it's a lot of fun. So. Oh, man. Just do your best cookie monster, you know.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to try that out. Maybe I'll, like, try to. Try to ca-
0: shower later or something. Yeah. Ooh.
1: I'll have to try to, like, get the deep-down metal voice inside of me. And maybe that'd be really good for studying. Who right. knows? <laughs> now, uh, we have Asia, who brought this gem called... Uh, it's from Timbuk3, called Two Medicines. Two Medicines. Life's little pleasure. In. Pressure from my elders, pressure from my peers, laughter and tears, laughter and tears. There was a man so masculine, he would not take his medicine. No pain could penetrate his pride, he kept his feelings locked inside. His final years were such a waste, that when he died, his dear wife placed upon his grave this epitaph. His life was so funny, he forgot to laugh. Two medicines we really need two medicines effectiveness guaranteed they hate communication make for better sex you can mix the two together with no and aspects. the two medications are like laughter and tears it's true <laughs> and I almost think that like ACE inhibitors and insulin are pretty effective as well.
0: I mean, they are for sure. But boy, I, I, laughter and tears is as cliche as it sounds. You know, uh, it's it's cliche for a
1: reason. You got to get rid of like you know. Sometimes the feelings can build yeah, up. Yeah, I mean it's it's well.
0: catharsis for sure. That's those are the two best uh, modes of human catharsis.
1: Yeah, you got learn that
0: from Sophocles and and all those fellows. All
1: those guys, all those old Greek guys, all the old Greek dudes. They're the ones that are also strapping chickens to people to cure like Ebola though, or something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they also came up with philosophy. So like, there's some good and some bad. Some and we just good, gotta take, balance it.
1: Take the good, take the bad, take them both. Then you yeah, in the fact, life. Like, and don't strap chickens to people. <laughs> don't. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> it never works out for the chicken <laughs> or for you. It's also an angry chicken. But yeah, I, I I thought this was like a charming. Um, I didn't look up when it came out, but it sounds kind of eighties. Definitely
0: so. T- uh, Timbuk3 is known, I believe that they, they had that song. The future's so bright, I have to wear shades. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think they had one other hit. I can't remember what it was, but I was very excited to see this come up. And actually, I really, really loved this song uh, whenever deep. I heard it. Yeah, it's it's super good. I love the sense, and I love 80s sounds. And, uh, you know, it sucks that 10buck three only had those two hits because this is a sleeper. This is amazing. So. they
1: should have gotten that third one, so it makes sense to be 10buck three.
0: Right, that's true. Yeah,
1: we can work on it. Maybe we could put them on the billboard charts.:
0: I'm going to start 10buck four <laughs> and just be really uh aspirational.
1: <laughs> oh I mean you have to consult 10buck three maybe because like add it's one different. more member be a 10 buck four.
0: We can just take this all the way to the top. We'll be ten bucks ten, and we'll just make this happen.
1: That'd be awesome. Who wants to
0: join 10 Buck 10? Ear Buddies.
1: Yes. At me. Uh, we can all join it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Coleen brings the final Ear Buddies song, which is the Thompson Twins' Dr. Doctor. No
0: Great '80s music, and I love every minute of it. That
1: synth man, yes, it's absolutely so good. I love it. I don't know if the doctor can actually diagnose love, right? Yeah, and he, the narrator, sounds a little needy, just a tad, just but a smidge, maybe a little needy. It,
0: it's just passion, you know. It's just oh, passionate passion. But yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I I love Thompson Twins too. They have a bunch of other like really great songs that nobody knows. Um, Colleen yeah, does. Yeah, this one. This one was. Um, I was at first like this is not about medicine at all. But then he starts talking about burning in the chorus. And I was like, Yeah, maybe, maybe it's it's about some medicine. He maybe needs you just need some, some, some penicillin. Some penicillin, some bactrim yeah, maybe something. You...
1: Maybe something involved. Maybe yeah. maybe maybe he was diagnosed with a special love disease. It could have been. Yes. One of those romantic diseases <laughs> One of the,
0: of the venereal variety.
1: <laughs> that would actually makes a lot of sense. Doctor can diagnose that one. <laughs> Can't can't take your heart rate for love, but can culture and sensitivity for um, whatever's going on down there.
0: Yeah, get that fixed. Yeah, go to the doctor. I'm
1: real doctor, doctor. Do, go to the doctor, doctor. <laughs> yes, have it's, him give you the news. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, stay strong, man. <laughs> stay strong. <laughs> We didn't get any feedback but we did get a great shout out for from Lil Red Bandwagon at the end of their candy episode this past week. So I would suggest going and listening to it. As much as Lil Red Bandwagon is about the show Too Beautiful to Live, they did they did a show all about their favorite candies. Trying to narrow down the candy of Lil Red Bandwagon. Y'all
0: yeah, have to check these podcasts. You've talked about both of these podcasts <laughs> before, so and I'm a huge. I listen to podcasts all day at work, so I'll have to add those to my to my feed.
1: Yeah, they're so good, and there's there's a great community over there. So I I, I definitely suggest even if you don't listen to Too Beautiful to Live this uh this week, definitely listen to Lil Red Bandwagon just because the fight over candy is real. Now you can contact uh the show on Twitter at ENDpod Pod and myself at Madame Woolley and you are
0: Find me uh on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. On uh Facebook and Twitter it's pow I gotcha, P O W I G O T C H A. <laughs> and on Instagram at Smokebeard.
1: It's so easy to find him on <laughs> yeah, Instagram.
0: Just, just type in Mitchell Manley into Facebook and holler at me and, and we'll hook up.
1: Oh, that'd be awesome. Wait. Hook up. I mean, whatever whatever
0: <laughs> your business is, that's, you know, we'll talk about it.
1: Okay. Now, the Facebook group is Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group on Facebook. And the voicemail line is 731-400-BUDS or 731-400-2837. Do we you, ever get voicemails? Occasionally. Okay, I'm going to start telling my friends
0: to call in. Yeah, uh, We'll see if any of them are playable on air.
1: So what you can do is you can program it in your phone. Yeah. And then you could like drunk call or drunk text us. And it's like a three minute limit. But I just found out you can text it. And I was like, oh, Oh. so if you don't even want to like call, you can text
0: that's brilliant.
1: Yeah, it would be insane, especially if like maybe you're at a metal show and yes. you're trying you finally got to the point where you Like I'm, I'm pretty
0: things. sure the singer just said, yes. I don't know. I was going to think of something funny to say, but I'm done.
1: Probably something like um the was it pajinke um bundle.
0: I think he was telling me that the hip bones connected to the leg bone <laughs> and the leg bones connected to the knee bone. I'm pretty sure that's what he said.
1: That's is- that is a pretty badass cover, <laughs> I gotta say.
0: <laughs> I think I got an idea now.
1: <laughs> you can always email the show at endpod at gmail.com, and you can find the show at endpod.com, part of the 10710 network. Now, as I said at the beginning of the show, i love the podcast sawbones me too yes and so i'm if you are not listening to sawbones they have this song by the taxpayers called the medicines and now i'm going to definitely have everyone listen to it because it's awesome
0: It out push on through the broken glass and now I sound